My name is Zach Como, and you're listening to the My Tech Decisions Podcast. Thanks for coming back to the My Tech Decisions Podcast. Like I said, my name is Zach and I'm your host. The 2020 presidential election is now just days away and uh, cybersecurity officials are warning that the U.S. voting system is not secure and as new concerns arise around election tampering from different nation states and other malicious uh, cyber actors. Leading tech firms like Microsoft and Google have said that they've observed threat actors attempting to disrupt elections by launching hacking campaigns against political groups, candidates, and organizations that work in the public sector alongside those politicians. We've also seen some isolated cases of attempts to hack some voting systems themselves. To talk about this is Todd Urchecki, the vice president of network technology provider OpenGear's U.S. unit. According to Urchecki, the entire voting ecosystem is not secure. That includes voting precincts, the media, individual candidates, and the information contained on their servers. Before we get to the interview, here's a quick reminder that the MyTech Decisions podcast is available on iTunes and the Google Play Store. Download and subscribe to hear weekly interviews with experts in IT, audiovisual systems, cybersecurity, cloud computing, and more. And now, here's Todd Rachecki. You know, if you look at the entire voting ecosystem, let's just not talk about the, you know, just the the voting precincts, but um, the entire the entire ecosystem. What I mean by that is the voting precincts, um, the media, um, the the candidates themselves, and the and the information that can be, you know, poached from their servers, um, it is all needs to be secured. And I think just about in every election, we, we see issues with some sort of security problem at a specific county or a specific precinct. So really the, the, the big thing for an election is protecting those votes because you really need to protect, you know, not the votes, but also the results and then the process um, because you can be hacked into this entire election electoral system very, very easily. And, you know, a lot of the, the voting machines I was doing some reading are, are uh, very old. 45, 45 of the states have electronic systems, voting systems that um, are 10 years or older. Mm-hmm. And they run on XP, Windows XP. Jesus. Yeah. So, yeah. so um, you know, think about that for a second. And, and the other part of that is Microsoft doesn't even support it anymore. Doesn't Great. support XP. So they're particularly susceptible to malware or DDoS, denial of service attacks. So, um, I mean, in a lot of cases, a lot of states are decertifying these systems um, for those security reasons. So, you know, with all that being said, there is a, there's a, uh, a real need for an independent management plane. We call it out of band management, but that, that independent management plane separate from the, from the voting um, precinct, separate from the, 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 the media precinct, whether that's Fox or, or CNN, that gives you the ability to go in if something does go down and a DDoS does occur to go in and reset things so that you can bring things back up and then mm-hmm. results can be published more accurately um, and on time. So um, overall, uh, 
I would say that security, the, uh, the, the election systems aren't that secure and, and they're very susceptible to cyber attacks of all kinds. Yeah. Why is it that, you know, these systems are still running on Windows XP? Why hasn't, you know, or, you know, that part of the tech industry caught up to the rest of it? Well, it's every, there's an election every four years. Right. right. So uh, they don't worry about it until the election. And then when the election happens and everybody's screaming and they don't put the budget, yeah. sorry about that. They don't put the budget aside uh, <clears throat> to take care of the, the situation and upgrade their systems prior to the election happening. They just talk about it now today. Um, so right. perfect timing. I, yeah. yeah. Perfect timing. Right. Um, and they do that every, every four years. They do that every four years. So um, the, the thing that's interesting though, is why can't we pull out this? and vote <laughs> you know we can we, we can we can go ahead and transact we can use paypal we can use venmo we can do i do all my banking on here um you know why not mm-hmm. and i think the biggest thing is from from what i've heard is that you know it's just not ready we're just not yeah. ready to do that what, what do you know yeah. about that it, well that's, it seems like you know mobile voting would be inherently less secure than you know a paper ballot. Mm-hmm. Well, a paper ballot's nice. A paper ballot's nice because it creates some sort of QA. So if you go to an electronic machine, you vote, and then it spits out a paper ticket. You got you got a, you got a tracking. You're able to track that vote now because right. you've got you've got it on paper. So that I, I agree that that's still a big part of it. Um, and, and if you don't have paper, you you still there's still questions about whether the vote is real or not even if it's an electronic system. Yeah, so, you know, has there been a movement toward kind of an online or, or mobile voting system? Because I, you know, have not uh, seen or heard much about that. And, and no, you know, the, it's, it seems like it would just be less secure than, you know, provide a, more headaches than usual. It would be very convenient for us, but it, it's not as secure is, right. is what, I've, what I've learned. And, uh, um, that, that is, you know, it's, it seems, it seems strange that, that we do all the, these other things online, you know, buying, uh, shopping at Amazon or, or, you, you know, sending money through Venmo to a friend, uh, but we can't secure an internet vote. Um, I, I think, you know, they say it's a ways away, several, several years away, but I, I would think that that's something that ultimately will, will come up. I, I think what it will do is it'll encourage more people to vote because, you know, only 57, 58% of people vote which isn't very many, right. you know, and 80, right. 80 million of them do it on the last day. <clears throat> mm-hmm. So, yeah. yeah, so it's, it's interesting. Um, and that's, that's where the network gets overloaded. Right. And that's where open gear can help. You know, we do business with CNN and Comcast and NBC universal. Those are some of our customers and they use us in their data, data center and they, they use us out at their edge locations, their sales offices and distribution centers. So a voting precinct is no different. You know that you, you got to secure that stuff and secure those networks and get into the get into the communications infrastructure so that you can you know rectify a, a situation that occurs. So you know what it, what is being done recently to to make voting more secure? Um, so there's there's a lot that you know there's a lot of different ways that you can um, can vote. Um, you know you you can vote by mail in. Um, you can vote by scan cards. You can vote by electronic voting machines. Um, 
So there's there's a real uh, optical scan ballots, I think, is what they use, you know, on site uh, on the on the, on election day. So there's lots of different ways or lots of different methods of voting, and and that that's that's the problem. So there's a large mix of applications and devices to secure. So there 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 isn't one silver bullet for all of it. There, I mean, there, there really isn't. So I think you got to kind of look at you got to kind of you got to take you know what Open Gear can secure is the net, you know, give them security to that network and give them out of band access um, through an independent management plane so that if anything goes down, the network goes down, they can secure it and, and you know, remediate it. So there's a lot more, I think what, what you're seeing more is a lot more um, alerting mechanisms, network alerting mechanisms where they see a DDoS attack and then they can react to it and shut it down before things start happening. So we kind of play in that as well. We have, since our products run on the cellular network, uh, we do some proactive monitoring, alerting, and remediation through the interface. So we can actually uh, get an, an SMS text on our phone, look at it, and then grab, you know, access the router and reboot it or mm. or, or, or troubleshoot it. So, yeah. yeah. I mean, things like that. I, I don't think there's one thing that's that's being done today that kind of fixes all those methods of voting. Um, so, the, so you guys said you protects on the cable networks. What about, you know, uh, municipalities that are, you know, increasingly targets of cyber attacks and, you know, responsible for for running uh, these elections locally? Yeah, so the municipalities, you know, they, they vote on their on their um, on their budgets and what they want to spend their money on. <laughs> uh, and uh, but they they really what they need to do probably is is uh, implement more um, solutions for that prevent hacking and data theft and, you know, ransom attacks. Um, I think those are the things that, that they're looking at, that they're trying to secure uh, prior to this election coming up. But, um, you know, th those are very, very important. That's sort of on the software side, on the infrastructure side. I think, you know, they, I mean, it's kind of too late. It's 30 days away. They, they need to update their systems, right? I mean, Windows XP, 10 year old systems, 45 states. Um, there, there's a lot that needs to be done there. So in the interim, since it's not going to happen in 30 days, I think it's it's a matter of making sure that, you know, we, we can prevent the, the DDoS attacks and the ransomware attacks, but also make sure our networks are up as votes are being counted and transmitted to the media outlets. Um, the, the whole idea of securing their, their infrastructure, their, their network infrastructure, so that that's what we provide municipalities. So we provide um, open gear designs and manufacturers solutions for managing critical IT infrastructure. So um, we, we provide sort of the virtual hands to those devices remotely. So a network admin can, can a network admin in a municipality can do this from his home right. and make sure things are locked up. Um, Tyler Technologies is a uh, election vendor that, that already confirmed it was hacked. Um, yeah, I'm not familiar with Tyler. Okay. Um, out of band management has sort of grown up. That's what they called it for about 20 years. But, and now we kind of refer to it as, um, you know, an independent management plane separate from the production network. So that in a situation like that, it, it would be, it would be really critical to have access a different, a different method, a different way of getting into, into a network that's separate from that production network. You don't want to manage the network with the network. You want to be outside the network to get into the devices to take care of things. So um, that's what we do 
for, for most companies um, on the enterprise side. You know, I think of people like Apple and Oracle, Comcast and Microsoft will all use our products. That, that's how they use them. And they also use them to provision routers and switches in their data centers. So I, I think a, a voting precinct or, or a software company, um, uh, you know, any vertical market has a network, um, has, a net, has network infrastructure that they have to make sure that it's secure, but also that, 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 that the integrity of it is, is, is good as well. Right. So, you know, between now and I guess, uh, well, 2024, um, you know, what, what needs to be done? Well, um, I, I think uh, that's, a, that's a really good question. Um, so I, I think we need to secure the network. Uh, that, that's, that's a definite. Um, and provide end-to-end um, -end network resilience to ensure that the votes are not compromised. Um, we, need to, um, we need to be able to eliminate human errors and sort of vulnerabilities like configuration errors or ransomware or DDoS attacks. Um, and if this, if and when things like this do happen, we need to have a plan. We have to have a backup plan to secure the, secure the, uh, to get secure remote access into that network remotely and troubleshoot the event um, while the, while the team validates and solves the problem. So that's, that's what I would say is probably the main thing that needs to happen. Obviously there needs to be a refresh of the voting systems if we're not going to the internet. So that, that is something that, you know, needs to be budgeted for ahead of time. Todd, thank you very much. Thanks, Zach. Thanks for listening to another episode of the My Tech Decisions podcast, where it's our mission to help you make technology decisions for your company. If you would like to learn more, head to mytechdecisions.com or follow us on Twitter at mytechdecisions. You can also follow me on Twitter at ZWcomo. Until next time.